The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hey there, I'm Lisa Campion, and this is The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio, where we come together every week to discuss all kinds of healing. And that's something the world needs a lot of these days, maybe now more than ever, right? And if you're new to my show, then I'm so glad to have you here. Welcome. And if you've been coming along for the ride with us for a while, I'm so glad to have you back. So totally amazing story for you since my show is sort of about miracles. This one like nails the miracle department pretty hard. Um, And, you know, like what if it were possible to truly heal yourself in what would basically be a miracle? We have somebody who's been through that um, experience, and I'm excited to bring you author and spiritual teacher, RJ Spina. And he's gonna share his story about how he overcame paralysis, chest down paralysis and chronic illnesses that quite frankly would have killed not just one person, but like a whole battalion of people. And how he achieved this incredibly um, powerful states of consciousness that helped him heal from something that was basically unhealable. And he has, um, done a beautiful, some beautiful work around translating his experience into something that we can all use and has created this incredible book, Supercharged Healing. And his healing modality, which he calls Ascend the Frequencies Healing Technique to help everyone gain the same kind of um, healing benefit that he did. So welcome to the show, RJ. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So what an incredible story. Um you know, I've been reading your book, and um, it really it really does fall into the category of a miracle. But can you share with us a little bit about about what happened to you? Sure. Yeah, uh, it was uh, around March of 2016. I, I had been not feeling well for a couple of months, and I finally acquiesced and uh, went to the emergency room. Uh, it turns out that I had uh, sepsis. And I was also diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, uh, Hashimoto's autoimmune disease, hypothyroidism, pancreatitis, and thyroiditis. So not a lot of fun. Uh, I I wound up spending uh, two weeks there uh, given very strong antibiotics. I was first told I wouldn't live another 48 hours when I got there. Uh, That turned out to be incorrect. 
So uh, the, the antibiotics they gave me was quite powerful. It was an eight-week course. They had actually put – it's almost like a stent in my arm. And every eight hours, I had to give myself this antibiotic. So I was there for two weeks. Then I got discharged. Uh, six weeks later, uh, I guess the antibiotics weren't working. I became uh, permanently paralyzed from the chest down and had to have uh, emergency life-saving surgery. It was a, what's called a laminectomy where they scrape off – the infection off your spine. Uh, what I can say is that when I had awakened from emergency life-saving surgery, I, I had awakened uh, literally and figuratively into a, authentic uh, self-realization or cosmic consciousness, whatever word that you want to use. And I remembered how to heal myself. I remembered the mechanics. It was like a muscle memory. It all came flooding back to me uh, as a kid. Oddly enough, I used to say that if I ever get sick, I'll just heal myself, hmm. which is obviously a bizarre thing to say. Right. Uh, I don't think I knew how to do it. I knew it was in me. And upon awakening from surgery, the need had arisen as I was permanently paralyzed. I was deathly sick. Uh, but I knew instantly I would heal myself. I started explaining it in great detail, step by step, what I would do. I even said that I would walk in exactly 100 days unassisted. And I walked exactly in 100 days unassisted. And all of this is time stamped on a, on a video that's, uh, that's on my website because I knew no one would believe this was possible. But I knew, I knew the moment that I woke up that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you talk about in your book about how when you were little that you were – able to achieve these states of consciousness and astral project and, and speak with spiritual beings um, when you were little and um, that, that you kind of like put that away when you grew up and had to do, had to do like lifey life kinds of things. Um, and then came back to it, came back to that remembrance of what happened when you were a child at some point. Right. Yeah. Uh I remember explaining to my mom what, what I would do sort of effortlessly, naturally. It wasn't anything I was trying to do. I would just leave my body. I had no identification with being human uh, at all. And I, I, I kind of still don't. Um, so I would just leave my body easily. Um, and I would explain to my mom what I would do. And I remember the look on her face like, what, what are you talking about? It's crazy. No one does that. That's bizarre. Uh, so I kind of kept it to myself for quite a while. And then I would say I just – kind of assimilated into uh, having a human experience. And it wasn't until I was 24 uh, where I had lost uh, my dog, who was my best friend, my grandmother, who we lived with downstairs, my sister's husband, a friend of mine in high school, sort of all at the exact same time. And I, I felt uh, I was in agony. I was tormented that uh, I, I couldn't help them. Mm. I, I felt like there was something I could do, and I can remember vividly with several of them looking at my hands as if my hands were supposed to do something to help them. And so at 24, uh, I was kind of at a, a crossroads, so to speak, uh, this human incarnation felt brutish and short and uh, confining to be in this body. And so I, I needed to meditate. I had to meditate. I remember one night I meditated and uh, everything changed for me that night. Everything that I had suspected uh, about myself and why I was so different, uh, the screen revealed itself, and I was able to see into things that I had always suspected. I've never really been the same sense, in the sense since then I've really been myself, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. And then in, since then, I've been teaching it, reverse engineering it, and showing people how to use meditation and different meditation techniques for their own liberation and, and self-healing. Hmm. So interesting. So, I mean, it feels to me like you're Oh, I mean, I had similar experiences when I was a kid, not quite the mystical experience. I mean, you're like a mystic, you know. Um, mine were more psychic experiences. So I, you know, grew up seeing dead people and seeing other beings and, you know, access to other dimensions my whole life. Um, but, I mean, I jumped off the roof of my parents' garage when I was eight because I was convinced I could fly. <laughs> and clearly I, I, I didn't. <laughs> gravity you know happened and <laughs> it wasn't pretty but you know what 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 what's the difference there like you i mean it sounds to me like you the purpose of this incarnation for you is to really like have that experience bring that download that information into the world write this book work with the clients that you're working with and share that technology if you don't mind me using that word to uh, people so we can kind of break this idea that we're kind of helpless victims to uh, our, our thinking our feelings and the illnesses that get programmed as you say into us like do you, do you feel like that's your gig down here since you came here to to deliver that forth yes uh without a doubt uh my last name is spina which is where we got the word spine right so uh all of this was mapped out um I call the, the healing ability or, or understanding, if you like, it's like a muscle memory. I knew it was in me. Um, mm. I just needed to bring it out. So obviously I had planned at some point in my life to have something occur, paralysis, uh, where everything would come back on, come back online in terms of the, the understandings. If you want to call them talents and abilities, it's fine. All of it would just start to come back online because I knew it was in me. So absolutely, all of this was planned um, I had inklings of things as a kid uh, uh, about about myself um, and that meditation at 24 unlocked the door to a lot of things that made a lot of sense for me. And uh, yeah, I'm absolutely here to bring this this wisdom, this knowledge to humanity because it is absolutely needed. And these understandings and these protocols are only going to get more and more important as we continue. Yeah, because we're getting sicker and sicker. Like yeah. people are really breaking down all over the place. And, you know, it seems to me like you're right in the nick of time here. You, And you, you talk about what one of the things that happened to you when you came to this literal awakening, like awakening on all the levels that you w woke up as a really profound disidentification from your ego self. And um, you call that the EMI. Can you explain a little bit more about what that is and what happened? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. So in the first part of the book, I talk a lot about the ego mind identity, what I call the EMI. So that, that's the human character that we create when we have uh, an incarnation within the lower frequencies of the physical universe, which is, which is where all of us are right now. So the fastest way I can explain it is that none of your beliefs, concepts, ideologies, or your body actually have anything to do with your essence. Right. None of them are actually you in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. This is a vehicle, just like we get in our car when we want to go somewhere. When the soul wants to experience the lower frequencies of the physical universe, it needs a vehicle that is attuned to the local environment, and that's what we call human being, which is just a suit. And then the five senses, what it is that we perceive and then identify with, 
this becomes our human character, what I call the ego mind identity. And none of, none of this is actually what we are. But because we identify with everything that's here, including this body, we throw off our natural programming of being free, of being self-realized, and we start to engender our own sickness and ill, and Ill health because we're identifying with things that have nothing to do with our essence. So it's the deconstruction of the ego mind identity right. is the key to self-healing and, and authentic self-realization. It's sort of like we accept the meat suit and when we come in there, we have this sort of amnesia <laughs> of, our, of our true self, you know, and we, we forget that we have this other self and we believe that who we are is what we feel, our sen- what we think and our sensory experiences of the world. Um, and it, it's so real. It's so hard to let go of that. And what do we do besides have like a catastrophic illness? What can we do to begin the process of disidentifying and remembering our who we really are? Uh, yeah, meditation. Right. So I like to say that the self, and I'm pointing to the center of my chest, mm-hmm. the self is meditation. It's what exists prior to thinking, prior to belief, prior to emotion, prior to the body. And so it's through meditation that we stop this program of limitations from running, which is the ego mind identity. And this program of limitations runs by thinking because we we only think in context to a belief or concept or ideology. If you remove your beliefs, concepts or ideologies, you actually can't think. It's crazy, isn't it? I'm I'm a student of the Kabbalah and I do these uh, Kabbalistic meditations that are designed to break up the thought, you know, disidentify you from your thoughts and your feelings. And for me, it's like a constant 24 hour. It feels like a battle, like a wrestle of like, oh, I'm having this super negative thought. Wow. Why do I think that's like, where'd that come from? You know, or can I just let that go? And the feelings that that engender, um, it, do most people who come into the work find that it's that wrestle or can we have this moment of grace where it just gets removed from us more easily? Yeah, I, I think that's part of what makes the Ascend the Frequencies Healing Technique revolutionary is that what's in there are what I call real magic tricks because they are. Yep. So they, they kind of stop this entire process and we, we can do one right now. because Yeah, take, let's do it. They all take seconds. And so, and that's when you know when you're working with the truth, because it really should be instantaneous. Otherwise, it's some kind of mental machination, and that, that's not self-mastery. That's on the road to self-mastery, but it should be instantaneous. So one of the ones that uh, I like to teach people, <coughs> excuse me, is this one. So just go ahead and do it with me. Pretend that you just arrived here. No past, no future. Now, if you've done that correctly, you can't think. Sure, that's right. Yeah. I was just feeling the actually sort of pleasure of being mm-hmm. here and in the moment. Mm-hmm. The joy, this, kind of yeah. joy about it. Yeah, Lisa, these, the, the, there's tons and tons of magic tricks. They work this fast, okay, mm-hmm. because it's, it's uh, more directly in connection with what is or the truth, right? So... When we stop thinking, no past, no future, the real you, your soul, yourself, your sentience, whatever word you want to use, emerges. 
because now there's no story you're telling yourself. And the story that you tell yourself is your ego mind identity, your human character. Hmm. And so the key is to transcend that human character because you're not the human character. What you are is formless, free, and unconditioned. And the human character is the opposite, right? So we simply have to stop that process. And one way to do that is to simply pretend you just arrived here, no past, no future. Right. It's kind of like a radical mindfulness, right? To be fully present in the moment. Yeah, and these and once we do this, as we all just did this, and you can't you can't think. So there's meditation for for mm -hmm. anyone who struggles with meditation, now you can do it in, in one second. Okay? So the days of struggling are over, by the way. Mm -hmm. These these teachings are very, very, very different. Okay. <clears throat> so once we have done this, once we have put ourselves in the present moment, stay that way. So in other words, we think that we have to think about everything. The opposite is actually true. Everything in your life is actually memorized. Hmm. E everything. Right. You, you see a glass, you know how to drink from it. You see a chair, you know how to sit. You see a car, you know how to drive. You know how to wash yourself, hmm. bathe yourself, feed yourself. Everything in your life, and I want you to really listen to what I'm saying. Everything in your life is already memorized. You have nothing to think about. Nothing. And we start to work with ourselves in this way, your life will transform radically. It's not change. Change implies the residue of the past. I'm interested in complete transformation and transmutation. And tell me a little bit about that. Like what did you experience on the other end of this process and so, and the people that you work with? Um what what's on the other side of it? Freedom expanded consciousness, higher frequency, higher vibration, love, wisdom, connectivity, calmness, communion, and clarity. That's the true state of existence itself. We have replaced it with believing and thinking and efforting and trying through delusion, through a state of delusion. And this happens because of the incarnation process itself. You can think of it, <clears throat> if this makes sense, that by coming down here, so to speak, we lose consciousness as we drop in frequency. Right. So we literally, when we get here, we have no idea who we are. What are we doing here? What is this about? What am I supposed to do? So instead of going in and touching the knowingness, we create a stories out of beliefs, concepts, and ideologies. We literally create a character. Because we've dropped so far in frequency, our knowingness has almost disappeared and it's been utterly and completely replaced with stories. We call these, and again, do you think that's concepts. the suffering, the root of suffering is Ab humans? Absolutely. It's a, yeah. the only suffering and the only death we ever experience is the disconnection from the self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. And that all suffering, all disharmony, all disharmony, sickness, all disharmony comes from disharmonious thought patterns. And all thoughts are in context to a, to a belief, concept, or ideology. When we start to understand this and work with ourselves in this way, all bets are off. My healing, which was obviously deemed impossible, not at all. And the people that I've worked with who have struggled for years, some people, 20 years, they've come to me with some form of chronic illness, chronic sickness. They've tried everything, every Western medicine, every Eastern medicine, 
sound bowls, uh, uh, crystals, you name it, right? You name, they've tried everything. And mm-hmm. then when they start working with themselves, directly with themselves and harnessing their energy properly, mm-hmm. the results are nothing short of a miracle. Right. Yeah, it's kind of this, um, qu- the quantum level of things, you know, and that's what's going on in my life as a healer too, is sort of making a shift from the the old style healing. I mean, I've been working as a healer for over 30 years. And back then, you know, when I started in the, you know, 80s, when I started working, um, it was like, you go to therapy for 10 years, and you had to do psychoanalysis, and you struggle, and, you know, and then maybe you feel a little better, and then you do something else for 10, like, and what I see now, and what you're talking about is sort of that quantum healing is instantaneous, it happens holographically through all the levels of our body and our being across time and space, all of our incarnations, like that, is that kind of what you're talking about is healing at that level like that? Yeah, the I like to say that healing is the return to what is original to you. Right. And what is original to you has nothing to do with human incarnation, beliefs, concepts, or a body. So when you attune the self with the conscious mind and the body, see whatever, whatever conceptualized reality that we create for ourselves, our body then has the tangible experience of that. So that's the body, the, the body, uh, the mind-body connection, excuse me, in one sentence. Right. Okay, so the key to healing and self-realization, as I understand it, <clears throat> the key is to attune your conscious mind to your true self, your sentience, your soul, whatever, whatever word you want to use, to attune the conscious mind to this, because the body must follow the mind. So right. once the mind is attuned to what you really are, you are now creating an environment of such supremely high frequency that disharmony cannot exist within a supremely high frequency environment. So simply by doing some of these very easy exercises, and they are as easy as the one I just said, and then we go further with that, with our energy, now that we have our energy, you can completely and utterly transform yourself because we are master creators. We have simply, we've simply abdicated the responsibility of our own health and our own freedom. And we're asking other people to take care of it for us. And it doesn't work that way. It's beautiful. And you've broken it down into these sort of seven steps that people can do to um, kind of get our our human minds around it. And it's probably like climbing a staircase, right? Each one up shifts you a little bit so you can get get in the end to that higher frequency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, yes, yeah. Lisa, the, fir- the first step, and I talk a lot about the EMI in the beginning of the book because – Thinking is like the default setting for human beings, but that's because of the identifications and attachments first with the body and then what the five senses of the body have perceived, what we hear, see, touch, taste, smell. And we all, we're lost in identifications. Mm-hmm. So we have to start to simply break those things down. But it's much easier than people think when you're working with what is directly. And like I said, just pretend you just arrived here, no past, no future. Everything stops. So you're disharmony your thought patterns, and therefore your disharmony now has no energetic momentum. Right. You've, you've literally hit the pause button on your yeah. human condition and your sickness and illness. And once we hit the pause button, now we can start doing things to sort of remove this, transcend this, transmute this. But as long as we keep doing this and thinking and emoting and believing and identifying, there's no way to heal yourself or liberate yourself from the human condition when you operate that way. So cool. 
Well, thank you so much for doing the work that you're doing. I mean, it's really, really needed. <clears throat> and I, I love it how you, um, I mean, this is like super old, like intense mystery school, like guru, you know, technology that, I don't know, you'd have to like climb the mountain into bed and meditate for 30 years, <laughs> you know, knock on the door, maybe they let you in and you meditate for 30 years to get this kind of, um, you know, relief that you're talking about. And it's so, I mean, it's part of the miracle that you're bringing that you figured out how to help regular old people get there much faster and, you know, see sort of instant results or immediate results from pretty, some pretty profound stuff. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm we could say that I'm obsessed with the uh, efficacy of the evolution of consciousness. Yeah. This, this is my true, true interest. Mm -hmm. And so we must uh, overcome our sickness and disease that we're creating for ourselves through our own disharmonious thought patterns. Right. And so by stopping this process, we're going to experience the self directly. And once we're experiencing the self directly, the evolution of consciousness now is just in fast forward. So now we're yeah. evolving with, with, great efficacy and great speed and even we'll even say great alacrity because the self which you really are can no longer evolve through beliefs through things outside of the self so we've reached a saturation point that was supposed to end 2000 years ago by hmm. the way so we're now entering into a new age if you like and belief systems of learning no longer work now we're moving into experiential systems of learning and I've been told to call this first book the wisdom that transcends knowledge because now we're going to start to work with what is directly. And now our limitless nature is back online. So, RJ, how can people find you? Let's talk about your websites. Uh, the, I would say I would love for people to get a free guide to some of these magic tricks. Mm -hmm. And make no mistake, these are real magic tricks. Uh, Go to superchargedselfhealing.com, and just like the pretend you just arrived here, no past, no future, there's a few of them in there. Just register and get your free guide for that. Uh, they'll help you to relieve stress and anxiety in seconds, literally in seconds. There are people that have come to me with depression and anxiety for years and years and years, have been medicated. They start doing just these couple of little things, and they're like, I don't even need my medication anymore. Wow. So that's one way to do it. And also if someone is um, – interested in working with me <clears throat> either privately or taking a course uh, ascend the frequencies.com is my website uh, and uh, oddly enough my email is RJ at uh, ascend the frequencies.com cool. that's awesome I'm totally gonna do that I want a session with you and you know check it out and learn learn your the way that you do things it's super interesting to me and I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to um, to speak with you and, you know, hope everyone runs right out and get your book, Supercharged Healing. And um, that is also available on Amazon, I'm taking, I'm sure, or on your website, anywhere books are sold. Um, we can find that. There it is. So um, thank you so much, RJ, for your beautiful work and your, and your book and, you know, for being a bodhisattva that, you know, has come back into influencing uh humanity right at this critical point in our human evolution because we we need to we need to wake up we need to this you know uh we need this technology that you that you brought to us right away right now thank you thank you very yeah. much for having me lisa and what people have been looking for 
searching for, striving for, yearning for, your entire life is now finally available to you. So avail yourself of this book and use it to heal yourself. Avail yourself of this book and use it to liberate yourself. And avail yourself of my incarnation mm. and use it to move, your, move yourself past the need to incarnate within the lower frequencies of the physical universe. Hmm. There's chocolate in the next one. There's like, just, I might not go. Uh, that's a hard, that's a hard one to move past. Right. Mine's, pe mine's peanut butter and chocolate. Peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I get you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, RJ. And thank you all, all of us for listening to this. Um, thank you for being with us today um, here on the Miracle of Healing. If you want to visit me, come by and see me at lisacampion.com. I'd love for you to stop by. I've got a lot of free gifts and things on my website too. Um, and just thank you so much for being with us on our journey today where we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Empower Radio. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.